The Hit 30 is based in Australia, but sounds great in any country around the world, especially Europe. You can now fly to Europe. Black market return with the premium airline from only $7.99 when you book a top deck trip. Conditions apply, so call 131 669 or visit studentflights.com.au. The Hit's trending now. The Hit 30, kicking off in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Okay. Here we go. Want to hit Europe with you and your bestie? Student Flights is getting you to Europe for only $7.99 with the premium airline when you book a top deck trip. It's for a limited time, so call 131-669 or go to studentflights.com.au. Across the country and around the world from Hit 30 HQ. Australia's biggest nightly countdown is the Hit 30. Now drop the beat. Hey, hey, hey we're five seconds of summer and this is the Hit 30. Whatever your social, use the hashtag Hit30 to get your favorite song to number one. Angus and Emma, the mics are on. Let's it's go. not. It's not the weekend yet. Not yet. It's not. It's <laughs> the weekend, everybody. Welcome to the Hit30. One more time round. Oh, isn't that nice? And we've got a bumper Hit30 tonight with so many prizes. I just can't even keep up, really. Well, the piece of paper in front of you has everything. That's true. <laughs> Selena Gomez tickets. We're also going to announce competitions uh, for you to win five sauce meet and greets and a trip to Thailand next week as well. Massive, massive. The win page is already live with a couple of those competitions. Hit.com.au if you want to get in early. But here's the thing about this radio show. It's an incredible job mm-hmm. doing this show, um, chatting to the artists that we do, playing the new music. It's brilliant. But the one bad thing is that we can't really attend midweek gigs. No. The hardest part is when they're on this thing, the bloody rooftop just above us. Yeah, like last night, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis were up there doing what they do best. Uh, they did all their big hits. You can go and check out a gallery at our Twitter at the Hit 30 But we are going to play one of the best live performances from last night on the world-famous rooftop. It has to be this, the classic, the song that introduced us to them both. 131060. I would love to know what you've been saving or holding on to because you think one day it's going to be worth millions or at least it's like your retirement, like screw your super, I've got this. Or could just pay for lunch on a Sunday. No, I'm going big. Oh, you're going real big. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Let me tell you about my history of hoarding. <laughs> you are a hoarder, aren't you? At my desk, I've got the complete first season of Pokemon cards, including Charizard, which everyone scoffs at and laughs at because I'm a 28-year-old single guy. But it's worth $90, that one card alone. That's not your retirement fund. But the full collection is worth $457. Still not retiring off that. Okay, on to the next one. Do you remember this? They're happy little Vegemite that bright as bright can be. But the name of the new Vegemite derivative, Ice Snack 2.0, it seems was so far out there, it turned thousands of Australians into unhappy little Vegemites. Remember that? Yeah, it was like a different spread, wasn't it? Yeah. What was in it? Well, it's a cheesy, it's now called Ugh, Cheesy Mites. They put right. cheese through the Veggie Mite. But I knew it was a failure. And as soon as everyone's like, we're getting rid of it, I'm like, money. So I bought 12 of them. But it's a failure. Exactly. But heaps of stuff's failure. Sometimes if there's an imperfection with a pair of Jordan shoes or something, that makes them worth so much more. So that's what I got. I got <laughs> 12 <laughs> jars. Each jar on eBay right now is worth $8.50. $1,217. You're a hoarder. Yep, okay. 
I've got an investment property in Maroochydore, bought it for $320,000 10 years ago. Guess how much it's worth That's now? That's just showing off now. Well, guess how much it's worth? I don't know. $310,000. I lost it. Yeah, that's the market. But my big it's one is. down. Yeah. I paid way too much for it. The lady, her name was Jill, screw you at Platinum Properties on the Sunshine Coast. I was so young, she went, there's four other people who are going to buy this house today, and she made me sign it. I was My, my top price was 280 and she's like, oh, three twenty is going to get it for you. Oh, lost money on a house. Oh, yeah, don't worry. Me. And this song. Delta Goodrum Enough. Yeah. This is my latest investment. Oh, it's an investment. Yes, because in the music video for it, right, Yeah. it's got a guy painting on a canvas. Oh, Sharpie. Exactly. A good friend of mine, and yeah. you might remember ages ago, uh, I bought a painting off the shelf without asking the price of it, and it was $3,000. Yeah. That's a lot of money. But yeah. now that it's in the music video for Delta Goodrum, <laughs> very similar thing. Maybe it's worth three and a half. You Maybe reckon? that's something. I don't know. Oh, that's that's tough to say. I mean, it, it might have gone up in value, but it might not have. 131060, <laughs> they're my four ventures into investments. What are yours? And are you banking on it being your retirement? Your I like egg? your thinking, though. Like, I like I'm that you're planning mate. towards the future. No, don't worry about shares. I'm buying Pokemon cards. <laughs> your big bank investments that's going to make you millions. We'll take your calls after Usher. Was checking out the uh, YouTubes um, during the week and realised that a good friend of ours, mm. Sharpie, Matt Sharp, who's mm. an artist and director who did the latest Delta Goodrum film, stars in her new one Enough. How's that of Sharpie? He directs the film oh. and then he puts himself in it. Does he paint art in does it? Does he paint himself twice? Oh, God, it's just like an extra plug for his other things that he does, but... It's good for me. Tip of the hat. Because I bought a piece of his art, and it cost me $3,000, which a load of I money. did not know it cost that much. I bought it without the price yeah. tag on it. Um, and then I've been worried about it. It's on my wall. It looks beautiful, mm-hmm. but now that it's in a music video, the same did styling... Did you get it framed as I told you to get it framed? No. Why haven't you done that? I will do that. I'll talk about that off the air, because actually, I, that did remind me I should do that. You need to do that. I will do that. <laughs> Um, 13, 10, 60. I think that's going to be worth millions now. It's millions? In Del- so the, the music video said 470,000 views. For Delta Goodrum. Yeah, but I mean, they've seen the artwork. Maybe they might go, oh my God, I like that. Okay, I love your wishful thinking. You got some investments yeah, for the future? I, um, I have collected the last, I want to say 20 years of race books from the Melbourne Cup. Which okay. I reckon when I get to 80, I'll have a pretty decent collection, which might be worth something. So when you walk in, that kind of $5-esque. Yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah. 20 years, that's good. History. Yeah. yeah. And I also, I collect vintage posters. Like tour posters? No, like, like, uh, like European posters. Like I've got one from like a ski resort in like the 50s. And like, oh, so chic. Yeah, so chic. I've got another one, like uh, another surfing one. Mm. Yeah, so chic. Nice. Anyways, I invest in those. Buy them for cheap. Go and get them framed so they look expensive. Talk about that off the air. And then hope that they increase in value. Thirteen ten sixty. What have you been saving? Because one day it could be worth millions. Reese. Yes, guys. How are you? Good, mate. What What's... have you invested in? Uh, Star Wars collectible figurines. Always worth money. Always, <gasps> especially. It blows my mind. The Force Awakens. I reckon that just takes it up another hit with all the new Star Wars fans. Reese, what have you spent? Uh, 30000 so far. What's it worth, though? <laughs> uh, stop, him. What's it worth? Uh, today it's insured for 45000 That's my man. That's 15000 That's like 50% increase on his money. Oh, that is a lot of money. Uh, Savannah, what are you saving? Because one day it's going to be worth millions. Hello. Um, I'm a massive One Direction fan. I have a lot of One Direction stuff still in, like, boxes and everything. So hopefully that... That'll be worth millions if they don't come back. Millions. But, yeah. Mm. My problem with that is 
during the age of One Direction, do you know how many bits of merch would have been made? That's the thing, isn't like it? Like hundreds of thousands, if not millions. Yeah, on that documentary of OJ Simpson, it showed that he signed $3 million worth of memorabilia to keep his family float while he was inside. For the time that he was. Interesting, huh? $3 yeah. million he signed. Hang on, $3 million worth of merch? Yeah. So he signed, that's what they, his merchandise sold while he was incarcerated. For right, the period okay. Of time. Cool. Yeah. Um, I thought you meant he signed, like, it sounded like you said he signed $3 million. Like, he had $3 oh, no, no, million no. Dollars and he signed them. No, no, no. <laughs> worth of merch. Uh, Carl, what's yours? Hi, guys. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Oh, Thanks, buddy. Oh, hi, Dad. That's worth nothing to us. Really nice to talk to you again, big fan. <laughs> um, what, uh, what have you bought, Carl? Well, about six years ago, I was in Toft Harbour and Russell Crowe was at our school doing a... Um, just like an appearance to kind of give all the kids motivation and really just to keep them off the streets, you know what I mean? Yeah, what happened? And they all brought their little inventions in. And I'm not saying it's the first one, maybe the first of its kind. One of the young boys named Samuel brought in a electric hammer that he designed. And we all laughed it off. It just didn't seem like it was going to work or anything like that. It's- nah, too long. Surely we're not listening to the rest of that story. Let's play some music next. <laughs> Hi, I'm Michael. Hey, I'm Luke. I am Ashton. We're five seconds of summer. And this is the Hit 30. This is so exciting mm-hmm. because next week we are giving away double passes to the boys' shows in Australia when they're here in September and October. Yep. Plus meet and greets. Yeah, and the cool thing about the meet and greet is that you can totally give the middle finger to every single one else at the concert because you, no one else is going to be doing this except for you no. guys who win this. And it, I believe it is backstage, so there is a kind of a cool element oh, of so it. Oh, it's not in like a little white room down yeah. like the corridor. Someone's going to be taking you security to go down to an area where you'll meet the guys. We're doing it because of their new single, Girls Talk Boys, uh, which is out now. You can also catch them live on tour. So we've created a typical Hit 30 game. Yep. <laughs> go to hit.com.au and register your details at the win page. We're calling it Girls Talk Boys because... Yeah, we've got to guess your gender. So you can trick us any way that you want. If we guess it wrong, you win the major prize, the meet and greet with five sauce. It's so difficult to make this happen, though. Like, mm-hmm. you've got to choose your strategy wisely. That's right. We've also got to be idiots. Of course. I mean, if you're a girl, you can put on a, like, really stereotypical girl's voice to make us believe maybe that's a guy... Oh, trying to be a girl. Well, we've got a few examples. Um, who are these callers, by the way? I have no I th- idea. I believe there's staff members that we don't know on the IT section on level 13 because oh, we like never that. go down to that oh, dungeon. They're, not, they're nice people. Oh, I God. was there Personality last year. I liked it. Zero down there. It was there. quiet. It was oh. heavenly. A caller one. Hello. Oh, that's quite a feminine voice, mm, isn't my it? My initial decision is leaning towards female. Tell us about your first job. My first job. Um, so I've only pretty young, but I have worked in a bar for the last six months. So I'm now saying you're a guy because it went, I worked in a bar uh, for six months. So I'm going to say that you are a guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that you don't means, get the meeting great. No, caller one misses out there, but good try anyhow. Caller number two. Girls talk boys or boys talk girls? You tell me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh that's tricky. Aren't we meant to call you for four ninety five a minute? <laughs> All right, here's well, my question. Darling. Weekend plans. Mm, I'm going to the footy. Oh, God, it could be. <laughs> going to the Sharks, Dad. Going to the Sharks, I mean. I'm going to say it's a girl. I'll go, girl. Hi, guys. How are you? Oh, so you wouldn't that one? You wouldn't win the meeting great as well. 
This is really funny. It is tough. Really hard too. Yeah, because you could be a guy who just wants to put on a little bit of a girl voice to try and convince us that it's a girl trying to be a guy. Well, come up with your own strategy and tactic. Mm. Let us not be the the decider as yeah. to how you do it. But as long make- as we pick the wrong gender, if you're a guy and we say you're a girl, you win the meeting. Go to hit.com.au now. Register your details. We'll be calling the first people back on Monday. This was one of the highlights of last night's world famous rooftop. Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, Brad Pitt's cousin, up eight spots to twelve on the hit thirty. We've been students of theatre studies this week as mm-hmm. we have reinterpreted and recreated scenes from Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, the most popular book and play in the world at the moment. Yeah, it's going to be screening in London, but of course it won't be coming to Australia for so many years. I mean, the Book of Mormon is doing a tour later this year, I believe. The thing with the um, Harry Potter play in London is, mm. and this has never happened before, like in the West End, which is their theatre district. Yep. Some, it's sold out for like 16 months. Ridiculous. You cannot get a ticket until the I end tried. of next year. I tried. Even put mm. a business card across and he's like... Who are you? Yeah. I'm like, Angus, I look and waste surprise, management. Surprise. I'm a garbo. Um, <laughs> so, of course, the book is set in two parts, two parts of the play, and we are recreating them for Australian audiences. Not giving away too many spoilers, so don't turn off if you think we're going to ruin the book if you haven't read The Cursed Child yet. Okay, so today we're doing a scene where I'm playing two characters. I'm Rose, and who else am I? Shadow Sister? Or- Professor McGonagall. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Draco. You're <laughs> yep. Draco, of course. Yeah, and I also play Scorpius. I double cast myself as well. Of course you did. Which is, um, you know, not too much of a stretch. It's Draco's son. Yep. Um, so you're playing your, the son and the dad. Yep. Yeah. Good. That's <laughs> great chat. Shadow Sister, our other producer. I'm just the narrator, but Rose, you're playing Hermione and Ron's daughter as well. That's who oh Rose Oh, my God. Why do you give me these parts? Well, I'm enthusiastic about playing <laughs> Harry and my own son, Albus. Let's get into this. Act one, scene four, the great hall. Draco Malfoy, his robes perfect, his blonde ponytail precisely placed, emerges from within the crowd to be beside Harry. I need a favour, Draco. These rumours about my son's parentage, they don't seem to be going away. All the other Hogwarts students, they tease Scorpius about it relentlessly. If the Ministry could, you know, release a statement reaffirming that all time-turners were destroyed at the Battle of the Department of Mysteries. Uh, Draco, just let it blow over. They'll soon move on. My son is suffering, and my wife, she hasn't been well recently, so he needs all the support he can get. If you answer the gossip, you feed the gossip. There have been rumours Voldemort had a child for years. Scorpius is not the first to be accused. The Ministry, for your sake as well as ours, needs to steer well clear. Draco frowns annoyed. As the stage clears, Hermione and Ron's daughter Rose and Harry and Ginny's son Albus stand ready with their cases. As soon as the train leaves, you don't have to talk about me. I know. We just need to keep the pretense up in front of the grown-ups. Scorpius runs on with big hopes and an even bigger case. Hi, Rose. Bye, Albus. Bye. She's melting. And suddenly we're in the Great Hall and Professor McGonagall is standing in front with a big smile on her face. And I'm pleased to announce Gryffindor's newest member of the Quidditch team, our, oh, I mean, your superb chaser, Rose Granger Weasley. The hall erupts into cheers. Scorpius claps alongside the hall. Yes, queen. Scene. 
Queen. I don't believe Yas Queen. Yas no, Queen. I definitely, and Harry Potter, the second movie, they say Yas Queen. Not use hey, Yas on, have you been out there with the lipstick on? Is that why you've got red around your mouth? Because you've been kissing books? Yes, been kissing books. I got my black Sharpie ready to go to sign some lucky person's book. That's right, 131060. If you haven't got your copy of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, or you haven't got a signed copy yet, because... Well, there's only five in the world, that's let's be true. honest. Draco is signing copies of the new Harry Potter book. If you want to win one, be the first through. Let's go. Hi, Sender from Chris Cross Amsterdam. We are on the air with Chris Cross Amsterdam. They are mixing up tonight's top ten. We've got Sander on the line from Ibiza. He's at the airport travelling back to Amsterdam. Tell us about what it's like, the difference between performing at, let's say, Sydney, London versus Ibiza. Is it really the place to be at EJ? Yeah, Ibiza is yeah, really the place to be. Um, the crowd is so uh, enthusiastic and everybody, everybody's here to party and uh, yeah, so, uh, such a good vibe. Mm. But we've never been to Australia yet, but um, I think the crowd is also crazy over there. You've been mixing a lot of music for us tonight on the Hit 30, Sander. Um, some new yeah, music, yeah. some very top 40 music, but what do you like to use in your sets without having the constraints yeah. of us to tell you what to put in there? <laughs> Yeah, um, I always love the classics and, and especially the classics uh, that are uh, that we remixed. So uh, we put it in a new jacket and uh, uh, pumped it up a little bit. And I put in the Steve Wonder remix and I put in uh, Soul to Soul Back to Life remix in it. And um, so we, we, we did put some, uh, some crisscross flavor into it. The Hit 30 is based in Australia, but sounds great in any country around the world, especially Europe. You can now fly to Europe. Black market return with a premium airline from only $7.99 when you book a top deck trip. Conditions apply, so call 131 669 or visit studentflights.com.au.